Hey, baby, I have a question for you. All right, what? Uh, how and when did you learn what the clitoris is? And Wait, the what? And to be clear, to be clear in the, uh, just to be able to clarify for you, in the words of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, the female clitoris. Oh, the female clitoris, not the male clitoris. Right. Um, I mean, I've known about the myth for many years, but actually, you know, thinking it's a real thing, I outgrew that years ago. Mm. Come on, we all know better than that. That explains a lot. This is the adulting under the influence podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Oh, that's funny. The female clitoris, like it exists, mm-hmm. like that's a thing. We all know that the the clitoris and the female orgasm are both two of the biggest myths perpetuated by the matriarchy. Is that why you keep busting in on me when I'm trying to masturbate in the shower? Exactly, because I know it's a myth, but you keep, you're so devoted to the myth <laughs> from the matriarchy. It is matriarchy, right? That's the word. I didn't know there was a word for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with matriarchy. I may be completely wrong <laughs> on this. I may be. The, the I, didn't wisp- think, I didn't think the world was ready for that kind of word. <laughs> it, it's a thing now, and we're going to, we're going to. We're just going to run with it, okay? It's the okay. matriarchy instead of the patriarchy. But we know that's bogus. There is no such thing as the clitoris or the female orgasm. And the only way to really pleasure women is to stick it in the butthole. <laughs> this explains so much. You're right. You know, how many times do you have to yell wrong hole before, you know, you just give in that that's the I don't the know. Right how hole. many times was it? <laughs> I mean, twice before you punched me, and I, I couldn't understand why. I was, you know, I thought things were going well. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the, uh, I guess, the penance for being a guy. You try to stick it in, and it's just, it'll burn and burn and burn. Sorry, I like playing with the soundboard. I can tell. You can tell I'm having fun today. It's, it's a good day. It's fucking good to be back. It's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. And the female clitoris is a myth. You you heard it here first. It's not a real thing. The female orgasm, all made up, just like the moon landing, just like the assholes who think the earth is round. It's one of the myths perpetuated to keep you under control, just like wearing a mask. It's all about control, not about science. Exactly. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Uh, It's another, another whole thing I have that I want to discuss on a podcast, but it's something that's going to retire, require some uh, research and some preparation before we do this is a whole thing on extremism and how funny extremism can be, whether you're extreme right, extreme left, extreme conspiracy theorist, extreme believe everything you're fed, you know, I mean, the extremes are are, are crazy and I think dangerous, but under the right light can be fucking hilarious. Like, Extremely entertaining. I just think they're kind of sad, actually. They are sad, but there's no doubt about that. But if if you just if you just take a minute to look at it from 
a different angle can be really funny, especially some of the crazy shit people say in defense of their extremist beliefs. Hmm. I have a problem with anybody who is that extreme, like the people who push female orgasms. Because we know there is no such thing as a... I'm going to fucking hit you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the soundboard. I had to drop a wet-ass pussy in there. Mm-hmm. How can you not I'm going to make it so that you can't come anymore. <laughs> Even by myself? Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> Things just got real, ladies and gentlemen, because the male orgasm is definitely not a myth. I don't believe it. Just look under the bar of soap in our shower. Stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> he does not do that. It's one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The bar of soap's really high. Like, the, the little soap holder thing in our yeah, shower is really I high. I would have to, like, stand up on the edges of the bathtub and try to shoot it under there. And I'm not that coordinated. I know. And not that graceful, as you know. I'm aware. My balance is not great. You've seen me do yoga. I have. So. I've also watched you try to do some pull-ups and core-oriented exercises. I can do pull-ups. On the pull-up bar. It's, it's the, what is the, the one with the knees to your elbows on the pull-up bar from a dead hang? That's, that one's tough. Yeah. When you try to pull your knees up and mm-hmm. touch. That one's rough. Couldn't do that one. But yeah, I know, I saw. I could do pull-ups though. I mean, a couple. Mm-hmm. Not like the 12-year-old though. The 12-year-old fucking shocked me today he, doing one-armed pull-ups. Yeah, like, I was pretty surprised. He didn't do a dead hang though. No, but still I know, it's a great I know. start he couldn't even do that a few weeks ago so <sighs> I, just, I'm, I'm, I get more scared by the day because I'm like holy shit me too this is why we have to like assert exert something with our dominance like assert now our dominance yeah. <laughs> instill the fear of God in him <laughs> that I will end his ass he doesn't believe like, in God though how are we going to do that And, and the, I'm, I'm the dad <clears throat> I am the God of his world I control whether he lives or not. Okay. Whether he's in heaven or hell. We have to talk about this before <laughs> it actually happens just so I can be on the same page as you and not like, like... What the fuck are you doing, exactly. dude? And, and I'm like, I got this. I got this. Back to the guilty pleasures, though. Yep. We were discussing that. And um, mm-hmm. I guess this came about from one of your guilty pleasures you've been indulging in a bit lately. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's... Like, like last year. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I try Again. not to judge. I try not to. But it's it's shocking to me. Like you're you're a very intelligent person. You're educated. <laughs> you're a doctor. But like one of your recent. It's not recent. Well, recently discovered by me. Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasures was just. I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't know what I'd. I still don't know what to say about it. You want to you wanna just go ahead and explain? Yeah, I like to watch Jersey Shore. <laughs> Let's just let that marinate in the ear holes <laughs> of our listeners funny. for a minute. When, um, uh, on Thanksgiving when you were gone and Ray and my mom were here for Thanksgiving dinner and I was like, yeah, like one of my guilty pleasures is watching Jersey Shore. My mom was like, really I was like, yeah really yeah i don't know what it is i will it's just like when i was when i lived in italy and i had like you know the satellite tv and stuff and i mean there was stuff that was in english a decent amount of stuff that was in english but like jersey shore was one of those shows that was in english and not censored so like you know like it's censored here yeah and i was actually 
um like on a work <laughs> on a work trip when i lived in italy and was like really like in the thick of it and i was like oh what can i watch on on tv and the only thing that was in english at that point was jersey shore so so i started watching and then just kept watching it and then once they were actually in italy and it was when i was in italy but i didn't watch the show when they were in italy so it was kind of like oh but yeah you could have gone and partied with the situation yeah, I mean, so yeah, so so <laughs> so I watched it then, and it was for the ridiculous factor. I think if he would have met Rogue, he'd have been like, "I got to stop drinking now." He wouldn't have taken as long. He'd be like, "I can't hang. Like I'm an amateur. I should just give up now." Because <laughs> I don't know you'd, about you, that. You'd have put his ass down. <laughs> I don't know you'd, about you'd that. have put all of them. Down. What is it? There's the situation. There's Vinny and Polly D. Polly D. And yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie. I don't remember Ronnie at all. Ronnie was like on and off the show and then back, right? No, they were all in the show the whole time. Ronnie was the whole time? Mm-hmm. I don't remember him at all. Yeah. How, why do you say that? You don't even watch the show. How the fuck I do mean, you I've know? I mean, I've seen some of the show years ago when don't it was new. Don't fucking make fun in of the me. early days, I saw some of it. But I was young and not a doctor. <laughs> not, you know. You not that young. No. You're still older than me. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I was young. And still older than me. It was like the first... <laughs> couple of seasons i think i saw like a couple episodes here and there but i thought the guy ronnie was like left the show Mm-mm. no mm-hmm. all the no. dudes are still there wow the women have had some ins and outs no pun intended but <laughs> <laughs> oh i bet but they now, have but now it's like it's called jersey shore family vacation because they're all older they've been you know some of them are married some of them have been married and divorced some of them have kids and stuff and they're a lot more mature What's the bullshit like Snooky and Pookie buy a house or something you were watching? <laughs> I think that one was... This that, yeah, the, it's like Snooky or Suki or... So, so it's, what's even more shameful, I think, the more, more guilty is uh, the spinoffs that I've watched. There's really only one spinoff that I haven't watched, and that was this one called Double Tap of Love, I think, which was <laughs> like with Polly T and Vinny. But um, yeah, what I was uh, just watching recently was um uh nicole and gianni nicole and gianni's shore flip which i just found that on on prime video prime you know amazon prime video and that's where uh snooki who's nicole and her husband gianni they bought a house and they're flip trying to flip it so that's what i was watching so it's uh nicole and gianni massengill of the massengill family because, I don't know because they're douches. Yeah, I I got I got it. <laughs> you know, it it could be worse. Like your your guilty pleasures could be worse. Yep, they um, could. You know, I have my only TV show that I can say is, is a guilty pleasure for like actual TV shows go. Um, it's actually one that a, a lot of people like. It's one we've been watching recently. I enjoy the show, but a lot of motorcycle enthusiasts don't, and a lot of them maybe criticize other motorcycle enthusiasts that are fans of it, but as Sons of Anarchy. Get the fuck out of here. That's not a guilty pleasure. I mean, it in the in the motorcycle world it is, especially when it comes to like motorcycle clubs. No, we're that. not talking about that. We're talking <clears throat> about the real world. Well, I, I, that is the real world. I mean, <laughs> I do have a lot of friends who are in motorcycle clubs and and they definitely are not, they don't, a lot. many of them do not look favorably upon the fandom of Sons of Anarchy and hmm. think it portrayed a very skewed view of what actually happens 
in the world of motorcycle clubs and yeah, I've ridden a motorcycle for quite some time. I have a lot of friends who are in motorcycle clubs and I understand that it's not reality, but the show itself is very entertaining and I think it's a well-written show, so well, enjoy it. It's, I dated a guy out of high school who I'd known since middle school and his one of his stepdads was had previously been in a motorcycle gang. So I think they don't call them gangs though. What the fuck That's ever. The <laughs> they are very they're motorcycle clubs. No, this was a gang. Well yeah, but even the banditos who are like We the, heard him say gang. Really? Well, I didn't, but he might have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what he, that's what the ex said. I mean, I don't know, but they did some <laughs> fucked up shit. So Yeah, and they do. I mean, um the book I read years ago was about an ATF agent who went undercover with the mm-hmm. Mongols MC. Mm, yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, that was it was a phenomenal book, first of all, but like the crazy shit the Mongols did, um, like just beating the shit out of a dude because they flirted with his woman and he got mouthy with them. Um, looking up Under and Alone, that's the name of the book uh, by William Queen. It's the ATF agent that went under. And like, he, I believe he became the vice president of their chapter of the that's Mongols. Crazy. Like it was, yeah, he was so deep into it. But like, how do you like separate like, your reality from their reality. It, it it dives into that in the book a little bit. You know, he had a he had a hard time separating. And and there's movies too. I mean, there's a uh, uh, what's the big one with uh, Johnny Depp, uh, J- Donny Brasco. Donnie Brasco. Yeah, yeah, like that's one. You know, where he definitely struggled to separate his life from the life of Donny, who he was playing, and um, a lot of struggle nearly cost him his marriage and nearly cost him his life several times but you know it'd be hard to do it'd be hard to separate that and and maintain especially if you're married you know if you're a married guy with a family you know if you're just a single dude living in a little shithole apartment it might not be that hard to separate then because you know you go home and even if you're well that's not even what i mean because i would imagine somebody who's like really deep into it they can't just separate it like they have to just like be deep into it what i mean is where what at what point like, how do they maintain that this is not right, what I'm doing? You know, like, what's going on around here is not right, but they're so into it. Like, they have to, like, you know, like, they have to, um, like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe what I'm trying to say. I get, I get what you're saying. How do they keep it in their head that what they're doing isn't right? They're doing it for a greater cause and that, you know, they're not these immoral things. Right, aren't yeah. suddenly moral and I, I think a lot of it is I, I think they have to approach it like a lot of really good actors do because I mean how, do you, how are you an actor playing a serial killer on set uh, I don't think it's the same thing though <laughs> it, it's not the same thing and it's definitely much more in depth but like method actors who get really into characters you know a lot of them have struggles with that you know there are certain actors that like once they start filming a movie, they're in character until that movie ends. Mm-hmm. And because they can't go back and forth and they know they can't. So I think as in that situation undercover, you'd have to just be in 100%. Right. So like they can't like have that life with their spouse. Like they're not going home to their spouse they, yeah. every night. They're like in the thick of it. And like, you know, it's just like, you know, the soldiers in the Middle East who are fighting right now, like they're in the thick of what they're doing and 
there's things that they probably wouldn't do under normal circumstances, but under duress and in the situations that they're in, they're doing some crazy fucking shit. Yeah, and then they have to come home and live a normal life, and that's I know that's a big adjustment for a lot of soldiers coming back from those types of situations. I've you know both have friends that have done it and to come back and had to readjust. Um, <laughs> my buddy Tony, he he, when I, when, <laughs> he he doesn't tell a ton of stories. He tells silly and funny stories from his time uh, in the Middle East during the in Afghanistan and Iraq numerous times. Both <laughs> he just. He tells the fucked up stories, the funny shit, you know, like beating off in a porta potty with a mortar <laughs> attack coming, and, and he, he could like hear the mortars getting closer with each shot. Every every round that landed and exploded, they were getting closer. And he was in that porta potty, and he's like, "Holy shit, this is it! This is the last nut I'm ever gonna get. And if I don't finish, I'm not gonna get this last nut." You think he would want you to be talking about that right now? He's told that story to everybody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told that story in stand up because he's done open mic stand up. Like that's mm-hmm. one that he loves to tell. And he said it was just like a race to the end. <clears throat> All said and done, he finished. The mortar stopped. He opened the door to the porta shitter, and there was like this row where they were shooting in a straight line right moving right towards his porta potty and spaced out the same as the previous shots were because it was like they were shooting one they'd rotate the thing two times drop another rotate it two times drop another the next shot would have hit the porta potty but they stopped and and hauled ass before they could drop that next mortar in the tube yeah that's fucking crazy he said one thing they used to always say over there is you know Pissing in a 140 degree porta potty potty is strong. Beating off in a 140 degree porta potty, that's army strong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think this is exactly on the the same line of guilty pleasures, but that's a pretty guilty pleasure beating off in a porta potty. Admitting in Iraq to it. <laughs> or Afghanistan, for sure. Definitely. Um, oh, by the way, I don't think we mentioned this. I am drinking whiskey and Coke, and you're drinking your. Uh, Typical vodka. The gene. We will call it the gene. Hmm. I need another one of these, by the way. I know. I need another whiskey and Coke, too. Um, but it is it is vodka. Svedka vodka is what we usually have in the house. Mm-hmm. Who is um, not paying us to say that? No. Definitely not a sponsor. Svedka. Um, bubbly. Also, also not, not paying, paying us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> but I can still talk. It's a podcast. I oh, have to. okay. Um, anyway, the, the bubbly sparkly water and then a touch of strawberry lemonade on top. Mm-hmm. That's the gene. So if you're listening and you want to drink along with us, mix yourself a gene. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go mix gene another gene and myself a whiskey and Coke. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back. Mm-hmm. All right. Drinks refilled. Restocked. Yep. Properly adulting under the influence, yeah. as we should be. I mean, I've been adulting under the influence all day. <laughs> you really have. You, you started early with a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. And, you know, I made, um, earlier in the week, I made some uh, gimlets for us mm-hmm. for kind of an afternoon cocktail thing. It was Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Monday. I don't know. Because week- yeah, it was the last time I really uh, drank much. Mm. During the week, because uh, the rest of the week I wasn't drinking. Time goes by so fast right now. So fast. But uh, I made the gimlets, and <clears throat> I really enjoyed them. I like gin, but I like it in certain mm-hmm. certain drinks. I like gin and ginger ale. That's one that I can do. Mm. I, I really enjoy. Um, wasn't a big fan of the gin martinis I made a week or two ago. 
I think it was just too much vermouth. I'm not a huge dry vermouth fan. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I need to just like wet the glass with the vermouth, you know, pour the excess off just enough to kind of help chill the glass with the ice. I think that's the trick with the vermouth. I had too much in there. And, uh, <clears throat> but the gimlet was really good. You know, I made a honey simple syrup that was very easy to make, but, um, went well. Lime juice, Tanqueray gin, also not paying us to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Good drink, good solid drink. So I mixed one of those earlier, and actually I mixed two of those earlier because I had a second. Um, haven't had a beer though since until tonight. I did have a beer just before dinner, but the first beer I'd had since Monday. So I will say when um, I was trying to lose weight, I mean, there's been several times that that's happened, but usually when I'm like really actively trying to lose weight, I try to avoid beer also. And just drink liquor. <laughs> so yeah. you don't drink diet drinks, and I don't really drink diet drinks. I haven't drank a diet drink in years, but um, I used to. Like I would drink diet coke and uh, fuck, what was I drinking? I don't know something that mixed with diet coke, <laughs> a whiskey or a rum. I mean, one of the two. Of the yeah, I don't really know. And uh, yeah, that's what I would. What the fuck was I drinking? Jack Crown. It might have been crap. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I've been drinking a lot of it. Holy shit. Uh-huh. And like I told you, like, you know, I drink Coors Light because, I mean, I, I realize that's a beer, but Coors Light's like 97 calories for a bottle. And Corona Light, which is fewer calories in a bottle than Coors Light. So I drink those things. And, you know, actually Prosecco doesn't have that many calories either. There's like... I don't know, 380-something calories in a bottle. Neither does whiskey by itself, you know? I mean, I think... Well, no liquor does by itself. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I drink it... If I'm just drinking to have a few drinks, and I don't... Most usually I'll drink a whiskey and Coke, but... If, I know. Like, if I just sit and sip, like, scotch, I could do that probably and be better off than mm-hmm. with... Calorically speaking. <clears throat> but no, I've been... You know, I have my two cups of coffee in the morning, and then I'll have a Dr. Pepper afterwards because... I have to have a fucking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like, that's just, I'm a Texas boy, and I always will be, and I love my Dr. Pepper. And Is that a Texas thing? I don't know. Yeah, my, my first boyfriend was, like, all about Dr. Pepper, so. It it was a, it came from Texas originally, mm. and it is definitely. Uh, Dr. Pepper and Big Red sodas are two Texas mm. things. Um, it's funny. I had a boss ask me once if I was Mexican. I was like, are you fucking serious? He said, well, you're drinking a Big Red. I'm like. Well, I'm not drinking that. It was left in the cup holder of the piece of equipment I was operating. What is Big Red? Like, I know that, like, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. It's it's just a red soda. It's almost a bubblegum flavored soda. It's Ew. really, I don't care for it. But the, the operator that had been working the piece of equipment was a Mexican guy. And mm-hmm. he had left, so I jumped on the excavator and was going. And there was a Big Red still in the cup holder. So my boss was like, are you part Mexican? I was like, No. You shouldn't mean look at me. I'm white as hell. He was like, oh, it's the big red in the cup holder. I was like, you do understand more than just Mexican people drink big red, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like that's a thing in construction here in Texas is like Mexican guys always drink big red. And I'm like, yeah, well, white people do too. He's like, okay, so you like big red. I was like, no, I can't stand this shit. That's not mine. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, the, the stereotype does hold true because that was Arturo's, but... <laughs> Still, go fuck yourself, racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to make him feel like shit. 
Nice. It's Nathan. You heard stories about Nathan that I worked for in Thrall, yeah. Texas, the douche that I worked for down there. Yeah, I think so. I wish I could remember his last name. I'd, I'd definitely call him out. Let's say Levinson uh, or Levinson do or something. Babe. I don't know. Started with an L. Nathan, if you're listening, you're a douche. Not until I get the <laughs> umbrella policy, okay? Okay. okay <laughs> <shit>. <clears throat> All right. Back to guilty pleasures. Yeah. Back on back on track here. So, um, uh, Sons of Anarchy for me, which I know is not that much of a guilty pleasure. Just in the motorcycle world, it's a bit of a, mm-hmm. a guilty pleasure. Yours is the Jersey Shore. <laughs> so uh, Judge me. I don't fucking I, I'm care. Not, I'm not judging. I'm not judging at all. So what? what's another one of yours? Twilight. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> that is... A, I knew that. I knew that well, one. Well, ish. Like, so the books, I really enjoyed the books. And I like like the last three movies. Yeah, I forgot. I but that know. wouldn't stop me from watching the other ones. My best friend, Mendez, we were hanging out one time. We hadn't seen each other in quite some time. I hadn't seen his daughters in years. And, you know, he has... He has two daughters, and they were like, I think, 10 and 12, 13, or 11 and 13, 11 and 14, something like that. They're two or three years apart. And the, I think the oldest one asked me, do you like the Twilight movies? <laughs> and I was like, not really. And she's like, oh, my God, why not? And without missing a beat, Mendez looks at her and says, because he's not a fucking 14-year-old girl. That's why not. <laughs> and she was just like. She couldn't believe he said that. He's like, how many times have I watched those movies? She's like, well, none, but you're you. He's kind of (laughs) cool. Your daughters are smart, too. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Also, you have watched them. (laughs) I I, I had not at the time. Only the the last two I had you watch. Yeah. I had not watched any of them at the time. No. No. I mean. There's something about sparkly vampires. There's so much more to it than that. I know that, but it's still, that is hard to get past. No, it it totally is. I totally 100% agree. And I hate Kristen Stewart. But. And I hate the dude. uh, Rock. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Right, I, no, say, I, I always want to call him Peter Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're going to make him Batman. I can't wait for sparkly Batman. Taylor Lautner is a shit, though. No, but seriously. The books are really, really good and really well written. And it was just one of those things. Like, I didn't... I did see a couple of the movies. And I was like, meh. And then when I hit... Hit hit a certain point. And I was like, oh yeah, I need to read the books. Like, the, and the books were like really good. And then the last movies were like they were actually really good. I think they, they were okay. I will say you did read one of the books, a couple of the books, one or two of the. books. I read one of the books. One of the books, yeah. and it was it was definitely better than the movie. It was, but um, I didn't show you the movie. First of all, I didn't have to see Kristen Stewart, and I didn't have to see Peter Robinson. <laughs> so I was very pleased with that. I'm like this. I. I don't know. He's just got one of those faces that makes you want to punch him in his fucking face. I feel I the same way about Kristen Stewart. Well, but Kristen Stewart, you're always punching the same face. With Peter Robinson, it's, you know, he does have different <laughs> facial expressions, at least. Kristen Stewart just acts like she's stoned and doesn't know where she is, like, all the time. Yeah. She has that just vacant stare. Yeah. She but did. It worked I worked in American Ultra. Yeah. I did like, I did like her in the last two movies of uh twilight you know so after you know however many years they they were making them she got it right yeah american ultra though like her like stoner lost look completely worked because it was a stoner lost type of movie and Mm -hmm. 
That's one I'd never heard of until you. It was a pretty new movie. I mean, yeah, but it, I mean, it was. We streamed it on demand. You know, we found it somewhere like a. On yeah, but it had been Prime like only out for like two years or something. Yeah. Yeah, I never even heard of it though, and you really? were like, "Yeah, I'd never heard of the movie." Hmm. I saw and, it in the theater, and then we watched it, and we showed it to the twelve-year-old, and he was like, "This is the greatest movie ever." Talked about it for weeks. A couple of years later, we mentioned it, and he's like, "I've never heard of that movie." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, <laughs> and he remembers it now. He does, and it was it was phenomenal. It's like Kelly Bundy from uh, <laughs> Married with Children. Married with Children, and she's like, you know. Every time something comes in my brain, something leaves, and he's just yeah. filled of filled with YouTube videos, and you know, knowing more than everybody else does that he doesn't remember shit like American Ultra. True, true. Yeah, we should okay. watch it again. We definitely should. I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, my guilty pleasure. I definitely have. A few movies that are guilty pleasures for me. Um, one of them, and we talked about this recently, and. I say it's a chick flick. You said it wasn't really a chick flick. I think it is. It's uh, What Women Want with Mel Gibson, Helen mm-hmm. Hunt. Like, I love that fucking movie. And I've gotten shit for it before for like, oh, you like the chick flick. Yeah, I fucking do. You know what? I think it's one of Mel Gibson's better non-action roles. Like, also was always, I wanted to be in advertising for a long time and like that's what it was about he was he was in advertising you know i love the show mad men mm-hmm. of the movie what women want and like i don't know he was just smooth I mean, he was a complete asshat like he was just such a douche but it, it wasn't that that i appreciated about his character it was just the smoothness and the like mm, like don draper yeah a little bit of that that don i think i like don draper better than mel gibson though yeah yeah i can i can definitely see that um but I like Mel Gibson in that movie. Like he was just so smooth and charismatic, and but always with a smile. Like Draper doesn't always do it with a smile. Draper does it with pure charm and mystery. Mm-hmm. But and that's I can I see like. how that's like more sexy. <laughs> I can definitely see that. But like Mel Gibson, it was always with a smile. It was always something funny. It was always you know, and that's always been my thing. I'm just I want to make people laugh. I want you know. Yeah. I want to be that smooth. I'll never be that smooth. And I, I, I understand that. I accept that. But I like You don't it. need to be that smooth. No. I, well, I mean, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about people in general, like in, in life. Like mm. that's just to be that charismatic, make people laugh like that. Like that. Oh, I was talking about Don Draper. Oh, oh, no, not. I don't want to be. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm talking about Mel Gibson smooth. Like, I just want to be able to walk into a room and say something and like everybody laugh. And like, that's why I like stand up so much. So I've always liked comedy, a comedian that can just step up there on the stage and say something in like two sentences and have me laughing like that. I'm hooked at that point. That's always been my thing. So to be able to do that, have that ability, that power to make people laugh. And Mel Gibson was that guy in that movie, albeit a different style than a stand up Mm -hmm. comedian, obviously. But he was just he was smooth. He was funny. He was charismatic. I thought the movie was kind of funny too. Kind of, you know, all the crazy shit with his daughter, and like when she comes in and catches him trying on pantyhose or waxing his leg or whatever the fuck he was doing. Like, I don't remember it, it was, much it was, of that movie. It was comical. That's one of my guilty pleasures. Um, another one: Six Days and Seven Nights. Mm. Harrison Ford, um, Anne Hesh. Mm-hmm. Definitely a chick flick, but it's like a like Harrison Ford's character is like an Earth modern you know like a current time earthling version of han solo like he's a pilot he's kind of this scroungy scummy dude like 
he's Han Solo, but here in our times. So mm. not in a galaxy far, far away, long, long ago. No, mm-hmm. now here, flying an airplane into the Bahamas and then crash lands on some little island. Like it's just, I don't know. It's a stupid movie, complete chick flick. I fucking dig it. I, I unapologetically mm-hmm. like the movie. Mm-hmm. I like most things Harrison Ford has done, though. Mm. I can't think of anything he's done I really just disliked. Yeah, that's fair. Another one we talked about earlier, Grease. Yeah. I like the movie Grease. Mm-hmm. I do. There's there's a few songs in it that make me want to gouge my goddamn eardrums out. Yeah, I was surprised when you say you like the, like the movie Grease. Um, Beauty School Dropout is horrible. That song is mm-hmm. atrocious. And I was singing it earlier. I f- remember. I'm still trying <laughs> to scrape that from my fucking brain. <clears throat> um, and then the like Sandra D song that uh, Olivia Newton-John sings. Sandra D. Mm-hmm. Like, that one too. Just like pencil to the fucking eardrum. But other than that, like the movie overall, I like. Like I like yeah. John Travolta in it. He's fucking great. He's hilarious. Olivia yeah. Newton-John's really good in it. The what, what Rizzo like, is so funny. What I like about that movie is, I mean, like a lot of movies, like it's a movie that you grow up with and you watch a whole bunch, and then as you get older, you're like, oh, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. There was definitely some of that that I didn't get as a kid, and then. Watch yeah. as an adult. Like, like, Rizzo, turns, oh, Rizzo, Rizzo leaves the sleepover and she gets in the car and she turns around and she goes, what is this, a gangbang? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's got quite a few of those. It's great. It's a classic movie. It's awesome. We were talking with the, with the 12-year-old earlier that mm-hmm. we needed to watch that and he'd, he'd never heard of it. And yeah, that's... Like, oh, man, it's great. And well, and on the same line of, uh, of um, musicals, I like to watch Glee. I did not know that about you. We have talked about this before. I don't think we have. We have. I don't think so. We have. One hundred percent. We have. I, I wouldn't. I don't know that I would look at you the same. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> I like Glee. Glee is really funny, especially with um, uh, Jane. Jane Lynch. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. No. Jane it, Lynch is fucking amazing. It, we should watch it sometime. It's actually really good. When I lived in Italy, so I started watching Glee in Italy. I also occasionally watched, uh, now this is, I wouldn't even call this a guilty pleasure. It's just something I watched again because I lived in Italy and I needed something to watch on TV. Uh, What is it called? Um, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Never seen it. Yeah. It's about a pregnant teenager. 16 or pregnant? No. Did they come on after Jersey Shore? And you just no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, People who are listening will know what I'm talking about, even if you don't. Um. So was Jane Lynch not in the entire show Glee? Mm-hmm. Where she wasn't there for the whole thing? She was. Oh, okay. You just said especially when Jane Lynch was on. So I, was, I didn't know if maybe she especially was Especially because part. she was on oh, it. Because she, yeah. She's phenomenal. Like, I've seen her in so many things. She's so good. She's so funny. Oh, yeah. She's and, great in this, too. She's, yeah. She's a total, like, psycho, but she's great. I believe that. Well, now we're going to watch Glee. Because, <laughs> like, I've talked about it before, and you were, yeah, you were, like, so anti-Glee. And I was like, but Glee's really good. It is. Okay. Don't fucking judge it. You haven't watched it. I've seen a little bit of it. Oh, I like have. you've seen Jersey Shore. No, I've seen more Jersey Shore. Exactly. I've seen Glee. That's my point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That doesn't mean I like Jersey Shore anymore. I'm not I mean, saying you do. I'm just saying I have more of a right to dislike Jersey Shore. Yes. Because, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, another one of my guilty pleasures, and this is one you share, but it's not as much of a guilty pleasure for you being a woman, stereotypically. Pedicures. Hmm. And yeah. I fucking love them. Like I am not like I I absolutely love going and getting a pedicure. You know, getting. I trim the nails, they massage the feet, they work mm-hmm. on the dead skin, the rough heels. I have very rough, dry, cracked heels. They work on that. Put your feet in the, the like, uh, paraffin wax mm-hmm. thing. and It's like 9 million degrees and it melts a few layers of flesh off. And then the, the one we go to up here nearby that does the, like, hot stone massage afterwards. A lot of them do hot stone massages. Yeah, that one, though, like. Yeah, the first one I got was with you when we were in Florida. They've all been with me. Yeah, but uh, the first one we were in mm-hmm. Florida on our little trip before we moved here to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then the, the ones here have been, yeah, it's just fucking great. I I love it. Well, let me tell you, that's really sexy. I'm glad you think so. Mm-hmm. The, the last time, too, like, I know they're they're trying to, like, because we're doing it as a couple. They're trying to make the time even out. So mine takes as long as yours. And you're getting the nails painted and everything, though. And yeah. I'm not. So they do extra massage and extra stuff, you know, just to try to yeah. make mine last longer. It's like, oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> yep. You're like, oh, he's paying the same thing as her. So I guess we can't just rush through, be done, and let him sit there while she gets her nails painted and all that. So... Yeah, they go the little bit of extra mile. That's a good one. It's pretty fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and I've only had this once, which this is not a guilty pleasure by any means, but something that is new to me is getting a massage. Uh huh. The couple's massage we did in, in Anchorage, Alaska uh-huh. was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, the whole setting, everything about it was so great because we showed it, we flew in, it was 10 below zero. We mm-hmm. We're crazy. We go to fucking Alaska in January. So we land in Anchorage and it's 10 below zero. We rent our car. We go. We have coffee at a really cool little coffee house. Like six in the morning. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of the place. Something Moose's. Yeah. Moose's Moose's Coffee, Moose's Cafe. Something to do with Moose. Look it up. It's in Anchorage. It's fucking amazing. Mm. Great. They have a little bakery. They have like pastries and, and breakfast items. And really good hot chocolate. Really good hot chocolate. Really good coffee. Great place. Super friend, nice people too. Just super friendly. Uh, and warm in there too. It was a, it was a good place yeah, to go Yeah, that warm was a big up. thing. And I, I went and walked around. We did a few things around town. And then we went for our massage. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, the the whole bed is heated and yep. it would they put the hot towel over your back and they just keep you so warm and they uncover you know, it's not hot in the room it's on the cool side of comfortable because it's 10 below outside but they take such good care of you and like they just like i never got cold i was just warm and cozy and mm-hmm. getting rubbed on and yep it was fucking amazing it's a great way to start that trip yep the whole trip was good i mean to go to Alaska in the winter is pretty crazy anyway. To take a trip up there in January. And then getting the cabin. The, the bed and breakfast we stayed at in Anchorage was awesome. The cabin we stayed at out in Ali, yeah. uh, Alaska was amazing. In a, what was that? Little, Girdwood. Girdwood. Yeah, Girdwood, Alaska. Just a little cabin out in the edge of the woods. Yeah, I wish we'd 
stayed there a couple nights. That that was amazing. Had a wood burning stove right on the edge of town. You walk out the back door and it was just miles of wilderness. And we just went hiking through the snow, through the woods. Not very far, but yeah. We not did. very far, but still. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you felt like you were thousands of miles from civilization. It was unbelievable. And then, of course, we went to Fairbanks. Yeah, much, much farther north. Much colder, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was 20 below zero and had icicles forming in my mustache after about 10 minutes outside. It was a great experience. Nothing I'd ever experienced before. Yeah, me neither. And, uh, that was fun. But yeah, the massage was great. Pedicures are amazing. Anybody who judges me for getting a pedicure can go fuck yourself. I didn't get pedicures for years. Like, I think my first pedicure that I ever got was in 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it just because you didn't want anybody touching your feet? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. That's exactly I, I know why. a lot of people like that. They just don't want their feet touched. Yeah. And, um, you know, I want to take the 12-year-old. You know, we've talked about taking mm-hmm. the 12-year-old to get a pedicure. And I, I'm just afraid he'd be too ticklish. He'd be, like, giggling and, like, pulling his feet away It's fine, time. though. I know. He's kind of weird about his feet right now, but he was into it over the summer. Like, us talking about it. Yeah, we need to just go do it. I listened... Yeah. When I was listening to... Uh, I think I was listening to Guys We Fucked the podcast and um they had a guest on there who also did not pay us to say that they didn't they had a guest on there who was uh who was like um he was a young male and he was like go get pedicures it's not girly makes your feet really nice and that's you know that's what we should be imparting on our 12 year old absolutely um i love it you know it is it is a it's a relaxing experience i think it's kind of a I don't know. It's just a nice moment. You just sit there and you enjoy it. Um, a glass of wine would make it better. Agreed. And I know some places do some that. Some places do, yeah. But still. I've looked. I've actually looked for them here. I've looked for the places that will that do that. I have not found any. It's a good experience. It's mm-hmm. nice. I'm comfortable enough in my masculinity to say I love pedicures. Well, and the first time you got a pedicure, it was a dude who did your pedicure, and you were totally okay with it. Yeah. I was like, whatever, dude. Scrub away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yawning. It's late. We're it old. is. Fuck. It is late. It's after you, nine or about nine o'clock. You do realize I'm going to be 40 in just a few weeks, I right? do, babe. Jesus Christ. I don't realize it as much as you do, but. I realize it every day, and if I don't realize it. The 12-year-old reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I had how I had to like do the math to remember how old I was. That was like two days ago. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even lying. Like, it actually happened. I was like, wait, am I 38 or 39? I'm only 38. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm aware. I don't understand that. Like, how do people just like, oh, wait, how old am I? Like, I always remember. Like, it's it's one of those things. It's just. Well, you're, I mean, it's almost an even number. So it's really, I don't know. I'm not, I, about, just, I'm not talking about just now, but yeah, yeah, I'm almost 40. I'm about to be 40. That is very present in my brain. I guess I may have had those moments in like 36, 37, maybe even 38. But like now, like I'm about to hit 40. It, it just feels different. It's just. So let me ask you a question. Old. Yes, over the hill stuff or no? I mean, go for it. Just full on. Just make it as cliche as you can. Okay. Like, I don't. You know, want, I don't think I want you to do that for me. Like, if you want to hang a set of like 
you know, fake balls with gray hair on my <laughs> rearview mirror of my car, fucking go for it. I'm all in. I'm 40. I'm going to embrace the suck of this. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm 40. Suck it. Almost. Not quite. I think, and I I'm, I know we're already planning an, ep- an episode of the podcast for St. Patty's Day. Uh-huh. Um, Ray, my co-host from the High Comedy Pod, is going to join us as our plan. Did you already ask him? Yep. Asked him last night. Texted him. He said, absolutely. Jason Told- wants to try Irish car bombs. He's never had one before. Exactly. I Has Ray gonna- had an Irish car bomb before? Probably. I mean, he's worked in the, the restaurant and bar industry all yeah. his life, so I'm sure he has. Basically, I told him, say, hey, man, we're going to eat some good Irish, something traditionally Irish for dinner. I've got a great Irish pub cookbook. Because um, his first was like, corned beef and cabbage. I'm like, no, no, the 12-year-old's going to be gone for spring break. So we're doing corned beef and cabbage before he leaves. So we're going to do something else for St. Patty's Day and get tanked and do a podcast. What day of the week is St. Patty's it's Day? It's on a Wednesday. The 17th is a Wednesday. Oh, I think I have to be back at work. Either that day or either Wednesday or Thursday, you have to be back at I work. I have to be, week. well, both days. I'll be back at work on Wednesday and then also on Thursday. <laughs> we may need to record it a day or two early <laughs> and release it on St. Patty's Day. But yeah, we'll do our St. Patty's Day celebration. Have a great. Uh, I was calling sick. That's a great idea. To get drunk, calling sick. Be like, sorry. I have the brown brown bottle flu. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, you've had your your COVID vaccine, so you can't use that one. (laughs) Say the second vaccine made you sick, like it does so many people, just, you know, weeks later. Yeah. They don't have to know. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to do a podcast. We're going to get ripped. We're going to drink Irish car bombs, Irish whiskey, uh, eat Irish food, and... Try not to puke Irish food and do a podcast telling drunk stories. Telling our favorite drunk stories, our favorite and dumbest drunk stories. I think that's the plan for our St. Patty's Day podcast. Maybe I should ask for another couple days of leave. That might not be a bad idea. You might want to take another one or two because mm. might need it. This is going to be a good one. I'd like to get somebody else to join us for the podcast. Like another female. So we have like two females, two males. And especially a female who has like a you know, history of drinking. You do. I do. I do. We know Ray does. <laughs> so we need, it'd be nice to have another female so we have like a fourth with a decent history of drinking. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a good podcast however it works out. Whoever's involved, however it goes down, it's going to be fun. So that's coming up. And I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, sounds fun. We got one more thing to cover before we go though. We do. We have we've we've been discussing this and you know it's just like you see celebrities all the time you see them every aspect of their life the paparazzi follows them every minute of every day and you see some of the most intimate details of their lives but you don't see the most intimate detail of their life and it's just you you can't help but wonder I mean unless it's like Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian or some fucking crazy shit like that but you gotta wonder. Out of all the celebrities out there, who would be the best fuck? Not that you want to sleep with, not even necessarily someone you're attracted to. Just who do you think would be a 
goddamn savage in bed. Mm-hmm. Male, female, doesn't matter. Just who do you think is going to, like, you're going to wake up the next morning feeling fucking dirty and be like, holy shit, that was, <laughs> man, I'm going to be sore for days and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So we decided to come up with our top three ones we think will be the best, but then on the flip side of the coin, the, the bottom three, who would be the worst? Who do you think would be like, oh, wow. Ah, oh, thanks. Smack them on the ass and send them out the door and be like, thanks, champ. You know, give them that patronizing, good show, I'll call you type of fuck. You look puzzled. Did you... <laughs> You're staring at me blankly. I'm like, you did. You did understand the. Yeah, okay, I did. Okay, okay. Making sure, just making sure it looks. Like, would you like to go first? Sure. Start so, with your best. We'll see. Hmm. I drink empty again. It Jesus, is thirsty. All right. So, so we're gonna take another break before we. Yeah. All right. We'll be back again. Actually, my drink's empty, too. <laughs> you like how I was all judgmental about yours being gone, and mine has less in it than yours. I know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> ah, it does now. <laughs> we'll be back. All right, we're back. Drinks refilled again. Yep. <laughs> Can't go too long. Yep. Well, okay, I'll go first. So, so you talked about how we're watching sons of anarchy and you know we talked on the last podcast about how there is a lot of charlie hunnam's ass shown, and it's a really really nice ass and it moves really nicely at least you know on the show (laughs) i mean it's been you know some fodder for the spank bank in years past but uh i would have to say that i'm gonna go with bad in bed you know really you think charlie hunnam's bad in bed huh yeah that surprises me a little bit i expected i expected this to go the other way do you have a reasoning for this pretty boys don't need to be good in bed Uh, see (laughs) see i have one of those on my list too (laughs) okay i'm you want me to go ahead and get mine in that category are we going to just do one at a time or how are we doing Yeah, this? we just do one at a time. Okay, so yeah, like, go. okay, I'll go with my number one, I think probably in, of celebrities worst in bed, Brad Pitt. For the same reason, Brad Pitt has never had to impress a woman with his dick game, ever. Brad Pitt has 100% always been able to bank on the fact that he's Brad fucking Pitt. He's a gorgeous man and he's like, I don't have to throw the dick down. I'm Brad fucking Pitt. Bitch, you're lucky to be in bed with me. Lick on it. Just lick the tip. And they're like, where's the rest of it? Like, it's all tip. Just fucking lick it, okay? It doesn't matter. He's Brad fucking Pitt. What woman's not going to just be thrilled to be there? Like, how do you think he got Angelina Jolie? Because he's Brad fucking Pitt. That's really funny. You know why that's funny? He's on your list too? Yeah, it's good in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think Brad Pitt always holds up. (laughs) Have you seen Legends of the Fall? I I have. Have you stayed awake through it? It (laughs) Yep, and Interview with the Vampire and Thelma and Louise. Great movies. 12 Monkeys. (laughs) Great movies, but I still think he, he, he rides a lot on the I'm Brad Pitt 
I don't well, have Well, of, of course he does, but I also think that, like, I don't, think I don't he, know. Maybe he has the ability, but I don't think he... He's never had to prove. Like, he's never had to impress a woman in bed because he always has that fallback on, like, eh, I'm rapid. That's why so great-looking guys like that are typically not that funny. So what you're saying is that... There's no reason you're saying exactly the same thing that I've been saying. There's no reason for any guy that like even if he could be good in bed, he doesn't have to be good in bed. So why try? Yeah, that's I think that a lot of those guys that's attitude. They don't have they don't go the extra mile because they're banking on I'm Brad and not not just being good looking, but he's Brad fucking Pitt. I mean, well, yeah, but that's like any famous person, actually, really, honestly. Yeah, but honestly, there, there's famous people and then there's Brad Pitt. Let's like go go with my. Uh, um, okay, we'll go to my list. Uh, number three is where I ranked him on the best celebrity fucks. Would be Hugh Jackman. Now, Hugh Jackman's another guy. Very famous. Mm-hmm. Not Brad Pitt famous, I don't think. But very famous. Also an attractive guy, right? Hugh Jackman's a good looking guy. Oh, yeah. He He's also, he's fucking Wolverine. He's Wolverine. Wolverine's going to tear that ass up. Is and he? He, I think he is. I mean, is, I mean, you're gonna have I mean Wolverine, Mar- Wolverine, yes, but it's Hugh Jackman. I think, uh, I mean, come on, he is Wolverine. Let's mm. just face it. And, he's and like, like the most perfect Wolverine ever. And he's and he's funny, too. That's the thing about Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He doesn't have to be funny because he is Hugh Jackman and he's a good-looking dude. But he still is, and he's very funny. The whole, like, Ryan Reynolds feud he's got going on and the shit he goes <laughs> through with that and the links he goes to to be funny makes me think he would be good in bed. Makes me think he would go that extra mile in, in the bedroom. I don't think Brad Pitt would. I think, but Hugh Jackman, I think Brad Pitt would be a considerate lover. I think Hugh Jackman would be a, I'm all about you, girl. Just like he is everybody. He's like, I'm all about the laughs. I'm going to make these jokes with, with Ryan Reynolds. For your pleasure. I'm Hugh Jackman. I don't have to be doing this, but I got you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go ahead with yours. Your turn. All right. So, um, you know, when you started, when you asked me about this and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, he'd be good in bed. And, um, you know, the only thing I could really think of was that show Spartacus that was yeah. on <laughs> stars yeah. and all of those very good looking people that are on it who would do some very sexual things on it. They would. And, um, you know, Dustin Clare, who is the guy. So um, this is more his character, not really him. Cause I don't really seen him in anything else. He played Gatticus. The long haired dude. They're all, they've all got long hair. A lot of them have long hair, but yes, the long haired dude. Anyway, I put him bad in bed because same reason too good looking. Very good looking. You know, like, my favorite actor of all time we know is Johnny Depp. Yeah. But I don't want to bang Johnny Depp. I just want to sit and have a really awesome conversation with him. Hang out and have drinks. Yeah. Have a night. Have, like, a Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother's legendary kind of night. Yeah. You know, like, with that would be amazing with Johnny Depp. So, like, if I'm thinking about... You know, actors that I like fantasize about and stuff. Johnny Depp is not one of them, as much as I love Johnny Depp. But Dustin Clare is. <laughs> and I think he's a pretty boy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least when he was in Spartacus. And that just doesn't translate well. I get you. Okay, so a bit off topic, but like, I've thought about this before too. Three celebrities 
to hang out with for a night and just party with. And I have, I have my three that I would pick, and Johnny Depp's one of them. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp, Doug Stanhope, who are friends, and Maynard Keenan from Tool. If I could just have a night sitting around drinking, smoking cigars with any three celebrities, it would be those three guys. Aren't they all friends? Yes, they are. I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty certain Maynard is friends with Depp. I know they've hung out. I know they both live in the same area in Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where my mom lives. Yeah, where your mom also <laughs> has her other home. He's been in the same space as Johnny Depp. Yeah, and we've been in the same space as Maynard. We were a few feet from Maynard from Tool. We have, that's true. He was like right fucking there. And I'm a huge fan of Tool, A Perfect Circle, plus for like, yeah, I think yeah. musically. And I like his wine too. And we were in his restaurant. So I remember. So it wasn't shocking. But I think to hang out with, first of all, Johnny Depp, who's a phenomenal actor and just seems like a very interesting guy. Doug Stanhope, who is a fan-fucking-tastic comedian. He's comic god in my mind he's ray's favorite comedian period and we got to meet him and hang out with him for a bit in waikiki so that was fun so i think those two who are friends because depp and and stanhope are really good friends and then you throw in maynard into the mix so you have the the film the comedy and the music guy and you just you hang out you drink you smoke cigars and you just have an amazing night i think that would be one of the craziest legendary nights of the of your life um, okay, so the next one on my list, and I want you to guess if I think this is a good or bad in bed. Angelina Jolie. Hmm. That's a good one. It's tough, right? I'm going to say good. Yeah, I did put her as number two. <laughs> Anybody who would wear a vial of Billy, Ray, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's blood mm. around their neck is probably going to take it in the butt. I'm not going to lie. Like, she's probably going to do some freaky shit. Pretty much anything you want. She wore a vial of a crazy man's blood around her neck. And he wore a vial of her crazy ass blood around his neck. Like, anybody that crazy is going to be into some kinky shit. Babe, do you want to put it in my butt? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, she is the type that's not just going to be okay with it and be like, all right, enough of that. Stick it in my ass. And you're like, wait, I'm, I'm all right where I am. She's like, I'm not. Fuck me in the ass now. Like, she's that type, and she's like, but then, like, pull my hair and spit in my face. Like, she's that type. I can do those things for you if you want. But I'm not saying I'm into that. I'm just saying I think she would be that wild, like, maybe a little bit too much for most people, even. Like, maybe a little bit too much for me. She'd be like, all right, after after she tells me to fuck her in the ass, be like, all right, it's your turn. Grab your ankles. Like, what? You're sticking in my ass? She's like, no, no. You're going to bend over and you're going to smile like a donut boy. Throw the strap on on and and like skull fuck me right there. And I'm not saying I'm into it. I'm just saying like it would be a wild night. Yeah. I just don't think there's any way possible a a night in bed with Angelina Jolie would be anything but fucking crazy and memorable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Might have to see a therapist because of it. But I think it'd be memorable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. You want me to tell you my next one and you guess? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Jason Momoa. I'm going to say good on that one. I do have good. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he fakes, you know, like that's the thing is like, okay, so Dustin Clare, like in Spartacus, he was like, oh yeah, looks good. Now I'm like, it looks good, but you know, I wouldn't notice him. But Jason Momoa, pretty much everything he's been in, 
I'm like, and in and out of, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet he delivers. Yeah, I can see that. And I'm actually, if I would have thought of him, he would have been on my list as as, <laughs> as one of my good ones too. I imagine. I don't know. He's also such a sincere guy, and like, you see him, you see videos of him that other people shot, and like he's, you know chugging beers and throwing axes at one of those places we were throwing at the targets or he's working on his motorcycles uh harley released did this big unveil of their new motorcycle their new uh, pan-american motorcycle recently with jason momoa because he's a huge motorcycle guy i have a question baby okay what's gonna happen when we meet jason momoa and he's on both of our you know, both of our lists of celebrities. I know. Then we're gonna start competing with each other because I know. Like, what's gonna happen? I mean I, I hopefully he takes us both home. I know, we can just all go Look, I'm as straight as it comes, but there's just something about that dude, Jason Momoa. Like I see one hundred percent what women love in that guy. Like he is the epitome of sexuality. Like the dude is like I wanna be him. I don't necessarily want to be with him, but, you know, if that's what it takes to be, you know, <laughs> if I can just catch some of the, like, fall off of the, like, sexiness of him and, then, like, absorb it through osmosis, then I'm down because that dude is, he's legit. And yeah. he's funny, too. Like, he's he's a very personable guy, everything you see about him. like He plays an instrument with fucking Les Claypool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fucking crazy. Like, he's just, yeah. Dude's awesome. I knew he'd. I had a feeling he would be on our, your list. Um, all right, next one on mine. Good or bad, Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to go with good. Bad. He was number three on my bad list, and here's why. He's Canadian, and I just think they're too polite to fuck right. <laughs> they're just going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did, I, did I do that wrong? Did I... Did, oh, was, that, like was that. that a little too rough? And like they go to spank you, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that too rough? I'm so sorry. I, let, can, do we need to stop and talk about it? <laughs> I think that's. But but look, he was almost on both lists. I really thought about putting Ryan Reynolds on both lists mm. because he's so goddamn funny that like even if the look, sex is bad, you might still enjoy the time with him. So I almost yeah, put but him that's on not the, the same list. thing. Well, no, but uh, e- even if the sex is bad, like if you're laughing through the whole thing because he's just like talking shit, it might be worth it. He is. Absolutely, the ideal person to play both Van Wilder and Deadpool. Nobody else could have pulled either of those roles off better than Ryan Reynolds. He's amazing, and he's just, also engaged to Alanis Morissette at one point. I seem to remember that vaguely because I told you, probably without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's funny though, and, and like I just, eh, I don't know if he'd be the best in bed. I didn't say the best. I just thought he'd be decent. I don't think he'd be one of the top three that I'm thinking of. I didn't rank mine. <laughs> All right. Ready for mine? Guess? Go ahead. Margot Robbie. Best. I put not that good. Really? I mean, to be a woman, like, and like, all you have to do is lay there. <laughs> is it kind of that because she's so hot thing? She just lays mm-hmm. there and she's not like. Wild. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. see that. I just see her as Harley Quinn and kind of think mm-hmm. of the same Angelina Jolie type thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this bitch is crazy. She's gonna hurt you. Yeah, but I know. You might like it. But like, but maybe she's just Harley Quinn and Angelina Jolie wearing blood around her neck are not the same. 
No. You know why? Because Harley Quinn is a fictional fucking character. Right. And Margot Robbie might just be that good an actor because she did play a phenomenal Harley Quinn. Didn't care for the movies all that much. The like We watched Birds of Prey. We liked it. We did. It was okay. I didn't. It was better than we thought. It was better than I thought, but that it was kind I, of a I still was, was kind of a, I'm a comic book nerd, so it was a little bit, dis, you know, I was like, eh, it wasn't great for me, but like she, she does play a great Harley Quinn. She did in the, what was the Suicide Squad? You know, she played a great Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So, but I can see that too. She's that hot she chick. She plays that, great, a lot of characters. Those are the main two. That's the main thing, character I can think of. I know I've seen her in several other things. She was in the Wolf of Wall Street. That's right. She was the wife in the Wolf of Wall and Street. And she, yeah. she was, was good in that. She was in um, a movie with Will Smith. Mm. I have to look it up. Look that one up and I'll go on to my next one. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Rowan Atkinson. I don't know who that is. Mr. Bean. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's not who you were expecting on either of no, these lists. No, but I have Rowan a couple Atkinson. that you're probably not expecting. Hmm, interesting. So, Mr. Bean, which list do you think he's on? Um, I'm going to go with good because <laughs> I think that's the math. Actually, he was number two on the bad list. Oh. But because <laughs> who wants to fuck Mr. Bean? I don't when, know. When you can just stay home and flick the bean. Exactly. Now, I don't know. He's. I think he's a good dude. I think he'd be a great hang. I think he'd be so awesome to just hang with. But, but I don't think Rowan Atkinson. And it's funny because I actually looked up celebrity sex sim, like celebrity sex icons, and he came up. He came up on on the list of celebrity sex icons. Mr. Bean, Rowan That's Atkinson. That's really weird. It is weird. And I was just like, oh man, I hadn't thought of him, but. Who wants to fuck Mr. Bean? Like that I have just, no idea. What's the movie? And I, you had to have found it. Yeah, but I forgot what I was looking up. <laughs> so. The movie was Will Smith and Margot Robbie. <laughs> no, and then I remembered. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third, the third vodka. Uh, fourth vodka. Focus. <laughs> After a bottle of Prosecco and two fucking beers, all right? Fucking and this is me. your third vodka drink so yeah you know. i know yeah. I, I said after i know <laughs> it's called focus yeah i don't guess i saw that that was pretty good australian psycho hmm. australian psycho i've never heard of that one me neither all right who's the next on your list uh okay i have a couple but i'm gonna go with this one grace jones do you know who that is Help me out here. I'm trying to. She was her. a. Uh, she was in Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Gene is googling. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna say she's on your good list. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is on your good list. Okay. I think you've already told all three of your bad list people. I did. That's why I was guessing. I think we each only have one person left at this point. That's Grace Jones. I don't, no, I I said all mine already. Oh, that was your last one. That's right. Because uh, you went first, so I have one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Do you, what are your what's your reasoning for her being on your good list? She's just crazy and that's it. She's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. She looks crazy. She's I mean, been in crazy shit. Right, and I get that because and she's a hardcore bitch. Right, it's like guys when they meet a girl. There's this, you know, and I know, like this is kind of a how I met your mother thing, but the the, the crazy hot scale, that's a real thing. Like I dated a girl once who, like, she was hot, but she was really crazy. I without a doubt always knew she was down to fuck. I never 100% knew she wasn't going to stab me, though, and that was terrifying. Oh, okay, yeah, I know she was in, uh, yeah, I can't think, of, there was another movie she was in, and I can't think of it. Um, well, it looks like she was in a James Bond movie. Mm. That's not Bond. what I think, I'm not a James Bond movie fan. Mm. Okay, my last one, Jenny yeah. McCarthy. Really? Good or bad? I guess good because I feel like we haven't done that many goods for you. Right. She is she's on the good list. She was the number one on my good list just because she's fun. Like she is literally like crazy, wacky, off the wall. Like it's going to be a fun night. You're going to be going at it. I mean, she's probably going to stick a finger in your butt whether you like it or not. It's going to be memorable. Like she's going to be like, hey, what was that? And you go, what? And she goes, she might fart when you're going down on her. Like, there's no doubt that could <laughs> definitely happen. You could be just like down there going to town. She's like, oh, yeah, right there. Oh, wait, wait. And just fart right in your face. That might happen. But it's going to be a wild night. It's going to be a memorable night with Janie McCarthy. Out of curiosity, what would happen if a woman farted while you're going down on her? I mean, I would definitely be done going down on her at that point. I mean, her butt's down this way and your nose is probably up the other way. Yeah, but I could feel it rip, like rippling to my, <laughs> to my beard, like through the, the hair on my chin. It'd be like, oh, it's like riding a motorcycle only on a nice warm <laughs> summer day and only my chin is exposed. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I would not be cool with that. Like it would be, it'd be game over for the oral. Like I'd completely still have sex with her, but just not going to go down on you anymore. I'd look like JFK when it happened. I'd just be like, back into the left. Back into the left. Be like, there's a Pruder film from my hidden camera headset up because I was banging Jenny McCarthy. Well, God wouldn't have a camera set up because they were, if they were banging Jenny McCarthy and they knew it was going to happen. She's crazy. And it's funny. I was listening to uh, the We May Be Drunk podcast with uh, Mark Norman and Sam Morrill. And they were talking about Jenny McCarthy the other day. And... Sam was like, you know, people always say she's so funny, but she's so not. She's wacky. She's crazy. She's silly. She never says anything witty or poignant. She's she's going to fart and she's going to be like a total dude, you know, mm-hmm. gross dude mm-hmm. type. You know, she's the super hot chick that farts and burps. There's nothing yeah. really funny about her. She's not she's not witty. She's not didn't have smart commentary on things. She's just out there. She's more wacky or zany, but not funny. But I think she would be a memorable fuck. You're not even into blonde chicks. Nope. This isn't about what I'm into. I'm not into Hugh Jackman either, but he was on my list of good fucks. So 
Um, do you know how to spell poignant? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you actually want me to spell it? I don't, you just look like you're going to. Well, you know, since you want me to, I am absolutely not <laughs> going to look at my phone and say P-O-I-G-N-A-N-T, poignant. You're welcome. Thanks, Google. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I 100% was not just looking at my Whatever. phone. Whatever. Thank God this isn't a video podcast. Mm-hmm. I did know how to spell it, but I was like, where is the G? Is it before or after the N? <laughs> and it's both. So, or it's, in, it's in the middle. It's not in both. There's only one G. <laughs> no, no, but there's... No, it's no. I'm sorry. It's there's two ends, but it's before both. That's what I was trying to say. And I know there's only one G. It's I was thinking the ends, but the ends are both after it. I'm like, is it? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, is it between the ends or is it before the? <laughs> that was another poignant gesture. I just got. Well, we're out of here, my bitches. <laughs> That's funny, dude. You stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. You better just show me your boobs. I mean, just be like. Oh, he, just lifted, he lifted his shirt up because you guys can't see. So and and she like spread her fingers like a V and looked in between the middle. <laughs> that's what so threw me off. We we definitely need to do a video version of this podcast. Once I get the cable for the the camera I have, we can actually set it up and do a video because it will work as a webcam. I just have to have the. Micro HDMI to regular HDMI. I don't fucking cable. care. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> because that's good for a podcast to just stop talking. <laughs> about that. Stop talking about that. Well, going for like an hour and 13 minutes now. Wow. Let's go hang out with the kid. Yeah. Well, one of them is asleep. Yeah, he's but. asleep. He's moved since I went and put him to sleep. Yeah, after he fought me like hell. Mm-hmm. He like crying like, I don't want you. I want my mama. Mm-hmm. Little shit. Yep. He's a cute shit, though. He is real cute. <laughs> He's real cute. All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real. Oh, no, it has been real fun. It and has been real fun. Let's continue drinking and have, we a, will have be. another good evening. Everybody else, please continue drinking. Um, any comments? Who do you think your best fucks are? Who do you think the best celebrity fuck would be? Uh, reach out to us. You can DM us on Instagram. We are at AUIPod. Or you can email us, auipodjj at gmail.com. That's auipodjj at gmail.com. If you have a celebrity fuck that you would think you think would be the best or the worst, reach out to us there. Also, your guilty pleasures. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> share your guilty pleasures with us. Who else wants to watch Jersey Shore? Yeah. who's Who's got my back on the uh, chick flicks for dudes and pedicures and... Who else watched Jersey Shore? <laughs> Men or women, either one that's definitely a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Hit us up though, auipodjj at gmail.com or follow us Instagram at auipod. Send us your message. Send us a message, your message. Are you drunk? No. I think I need to be though. <laughs> I'm sober way too much this week. As always, it was a pleasure, my love. Yep. You sound so enthusiastic. (laughs) Fuck you. I love you. We'll see you next time. (laughs) I'm Jean. I'm Jason. Adulting under the influence. Peace out. Podcast.